go. This is the Crack King Podcast. I am the Crack King. This is the Crack King Podcast. I got a very special guest with me tonight. I'm sounding kind of mumble mouth. I'm a little nervous. (laughs) We have a singer, model, entrepreneur. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Brittany. Uh, I also go by Dutchie. How y'all doing? Where are you from originally? I was born in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, my parents are both in the Army. Military and um, Yes, I am one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was moving my mom like when I was a baby to Houston. And I've been in Houston my whole entire life. You didn't travel to like other Army bases or military oh, bases? Oh, no, no. Like, I mean, when I was in my mama's stomach, yeah, I went to Germany. She was in Berlin and... <laughs> and all that i wasn't i wasn't there but i was there because i was in the stomach yeah, if i, I would have yeah i would have been like born in germany and she would have stayed i would have had a dual citizenship and that would have been dope <laughs> nah, I'm, been I, I'm an all-american girl here <laughs> all-american yeah usda we like that uh, grade <laughs> a square grade a and you grew up in houston what side of town of houston you grew up in the south side south side like southwest a leaf or like no nah, oh no like, like the dirty south like the yeah <laughs> yeah side. yeah like mlk um, area yeah all <laughs> up in there were you there just uh the last mlk even though COVID? i did not go to uh mlk for mlk day the impromptu. but i did witness it on instagram and <laughs> facebook you know shout out to my people who like to be out there in the thick of it yeah videoing I saw South Park Shorty. She was doing her thing. <laughs> South Park Shorty. Yeah, Shout out to South somebody. Park Shorty. Yes, <laughs> all that. You're going to give me a dollar. I dance if you give me a dollar. Man, you know? That's crazy. South Park Shorty. <laughs> but you know what? I want to I wanna take this time out to send up prayers, you know, pour out a little liquor for everybody that made it through fucking Ice Storm 2021. Oh, God. You oh, know, God. For all, all those people out there that made it, yeah. didn't have nowhere to go, but found somewhere to go. To yeah. make it through that fucking freeze, because let big me tell up you, to Houston for opening up those yeah, doors, you know. Yeah. Big up! To, I was thinking about up. that. Like there are so many, like abandoned buildings in mm-hmm. Houston, like the Astrodome, and then they got the yeah. Sam's building that was there. Like so many ideas have come to my head to where they can open those up the and make compact. those temporary, yeah. yeah, like temporary stations for homeless people to come. And in general, I'm not not just basically for the storm and the winter storm that hit i'm talking in general they're talking about like they want to make the astrodome into this luxury place for hotels and shopping centers and all that what they can do is open that building up and make it where we have job placement for homeless people and people are coming out of jail treatment for women who have been abused and battered people who don't have any place else to turn to when they have family who's turned their backs on them to have a new start a better start in life like they got so much money that yeah like give these people a second chance let let these people who's just been sitting on on the side of the road trying to hustle up a dollar for a beer or a burger or whatever we'll we'll say burger and not beer because you know well you know i mean they honestly you know they be looking for liquor yeah they do you ever (laughs) see those guys out there with a sign like man i ain't just gonna bullshit you I need some I want. I need a beer. I'm trying to drink. <laughs> like a I'm real like, okay. Sign. I, yeah. I, I don't partake in that. But, <laughs> <laughs> it was one. You know what? Side note. It was. A, I was with my cousin. We were pulling up at like 59 and Fondren or something. I had a guy out there limping, and uh, he was asking for change. He came over and I pulled a dollar out. My cousin was like, "Just put a limp on and you just get your dollar out." I thought about it and the guy came up to my window. He said, "Roll your window down." The guy that was limping, asking for change, he was like, hey, uh, you need some money? And I was like, yeah, I always need some money, but I was going to give you some. He pulled out a knot, at least $200 worth of ones, and was like handing it to me. Hey, you can have it. That happened to me, too, though. Like, I was with my ex, and we was, I can't even remember, we was by the Children's Museum. Yeah. And this guy was like, I was like, hey, buddy, how you doing? He was like, hey, yeah, have a good day. He's like, here, here you go. And he handed me like ten dollars and twenty. I was like, "Dude, for real!" And I, you know, I, I was tempted to take that money because I needed it. But I was like, you know what? This dude right? need a dollar more. But I was right? Like, Shit! It threw he me just off. Pulled the water out though. He just pulled a motherfucking water. I should have been like, "Yeah, man." He probably cause... got a Bentley or a Benz around the corner, <laughs> Square staying they, in Upper Kirby. Or something. They arresting people for that type of dumb shit. In your bio, mm-hmm. it says you're a singer. What inspired Basically. you to want to sing and want to write? 
I mean, I had been in church all my life. Okay. It was really nothing for me to just like pull words out of my head and make them make sense on paper, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just basically telling a story. I had stuff to say. I was locked up, so I had started writing church songs and and just raps mm-hmm. and all types of stuff. And I have them like in my little journal. They it's tucked away somewhere. What's your favorite genre of like R and B? Oh man, I like nineties. I'm talking to Dina Howard, total yeah, uh, Maya. I seen Dina Howard out here in Texas one. Ooh, like she fine, boy. Yeah, she fine in the motherfucker. It yeah. was at a concert when she first came out. It was at Club Oasis, and she was dancing, and I grabbed her leg, and she almost fell because I was. And she gave wow. me this I was scared they were gonna throw me out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're an entrepreneur. I like to spotlight entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, in any facet. For the entrepreneurs out there wanting to, you know, go into business for themselves, what inspires you every day or what what makes you feel inspired every day? Myself, my family, my niece, the fact that ain't nobody going to get up and do nothing for me except me. I've, I've been to the bottom so many times. It looks real nice looking up, but <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes you, you gotta know, hit the bottom so you can get back yeah, up. Yeah, you gotta know what bottom yeah. is and rock, rock bottom before yeah. you can reach the height that you know you can reach. It's all about motivating and pushing yourself to do what you feel. First, you gotta find out what you're good at and what you huh. have to offer to the world. Most definitely. And if it, there's a a demand you can make some coins for that shit right <laughs> yeah What's the point you know of being if, an entrepreneur if, if, if you're not making coins right residual you know? income coming in what motivates you to get up in the a.m you know you know just kind of create content get paid for it me personally i just i think i have a different view of what people see like you know everybody has different aspects and different points of view but i feel that i may have a brighter or a wider or a broader view of what it is. Well, you shine. I mean, I'm, yeah, like, you know, like, I I think outside of the box, I'm not really, I I analyze a lot. I'm Mm. not really just the type to be like, okay, here's a box. We're like, okay, how, let's break this box down and see what it is. So I look at different angles of everything. I just, I try to pull from different parts of my life and what I know and my smart to see if I can apply that to something to make it better. Let's get into your content. I like to say exotic entertainer. Okay. For the we content. Can go, yeah, we can do that. That's that's pretty much what it is. The basis of it. I, I entertain exotically. Yes. Um, I provide a fantasy. Fantasies. I, um, yes. I just want to make you feel like you can get whatever you think you can get from me, but you can't. And then take that same energy and take it back to your wife mm. or your girlfriend. So it's more like a and tease. I mean, it's such a bad word. Like yeah. voice. It's like, uh, like, like, uh. oh, I just, I just figure that if you, if you feel like you see something that you like, mm-hmm. might not, you know, watch it and, yeah. Let the dollars fly. Try to think time. you can get, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Think you can get somewhere when you really can't. What made you want to be an entrepreneurial in that facet, in the exotic entertainment? Um, I, I, I never really knew what I was good at in life. Hmm. I knew that I was good at something. Hmm. I'm like good at talking and, you know, trying to figure out situations and helping people like in that sense analyze but yeah but um i never really just knew that people had a had a i guess a thing for plus size or bbw women and i'm just like i'm not normal size bbw Mm. girl i um but you know what that that's funny to me that you say that because when i think about exotic entertainment sometimes i see certain clubs say bbw night or bbw takeover and in my Mm -hmm. mind exotic entertainment is exotic entertainment why is there a difference you know what i mean like when i go to and not that i peruse exotic entertainment i used to in my younger days Mm -hmm. i went there not just to see one exotic entertainer why are they why do you think they're they're separating it or saying oh it's this night or a takeover instead of just being able to go in there and get to see a BBW, you know, entertain me or turn me on, uh, uh, give me that fantasy? Well, I feel that the 
stripping game, as we're going to call it. Stripping game. Or the we dancing could, okay. game let's, let's or the exotic the game or however. You can say what you, you know, say. It has been, uh, it's been typed as a certain type of mm-hmm. view or, or you know, what they want to see. Mm-hmm. They want to see the little skinny girls with the fat asses and... and Fake and butts at the, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, 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 the large and charged chest and the tiny, tiny, tiny waist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that's what they just used to, you know. Girls yeah. are sucking fat out and putting it all over their body. Yeah, most definitely. And we'll I just, I just wake up like <laughs> this all day. Like, yeah. I, I, I ain't need no waist trainer or nothing. Like, I, this is just who I am, how I rose up. So, if it came naturally to me and it, how it is, that's how I look. Then, I mean, that's what most guys are mostly attracted to. I mean, most dudes that I know are secretly liking BBWs. They go to the club, yeah, and they see all these little skinny mini girls and he meets that thighs and all that and they dancing and whatnot. But then, you know, they slide up into mm. a club where a regular club, just regular club, and they see these BBW girls look good and they like, damn, you got a fresh, you know see, what I'm saying? Them see, I've been down you know? with BBWs since since I've seen a woman naked and <laughs> that I just don't get it. I mean, a I really don't woman, know, but that's you know? just how I feel. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know yeah. the reasoning behind it. I mean, most men like what they like and I yeah. guess they saw a market in that, but that I mean, sense. there is a market in the BBW game too. Like it's, it's a lot of beautiful BBW women yes, out there. <laughs> a lot of them, they sick and they, they yeah. got the small waist, even though if they had work done or not, or yeah. they worked on their body or whatever. Woo woo. The voluptuous, the voluptuous, one. and then yeah. now there's sizeism. I just made that fucking shit up. Sizeism. I mean, hey, you know, coin that, <laughs> coin that. Up. Call Webster's and so, put it in the thesaurus. Fuck Webster's. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So you were saying you, you were always uh, comfortable in your skin and knew, knowing you were beautiful. Not always. Like, really? It took a long time for me to find my sexy, okay? Okay. Yeah, I, it took a long because I was bullied as, as a preteen child or whatever. Mm-hmm. and I, But I was always cool with, like, the cool kids. I was yes. cool with the football players, the basketball players. I never did nothing to with them, like, yeah. in any because way, shape, or form. There's always but a I, misconception that, like, strippers right. or, or exotic dancers have been molested or something never that. happened to them. I, yeah. Set that it, I've straight. never had any any type of traumatic drama happen to me as far as like being molested or sexually yes. touched or anything like that. No, nothing has happened to me like that in my lifetime, thank God. Thank I know God. some have. Yes. But that for me that just wasn't the case. I was just like an ugly duckling. I felt And it that wasn't people, daddy issues, right? Because they always like to say daddy issues. I mean, issues. you know, everybody got daddy issues. Like <laughs> <laughs> they got everybody men that got, got daddy, daddy issues. issues right? Everybody <laughs> don't know who their daddy is or know who their daddy is. Yeah. It's like I mean I had right, a great relationship on. with my yeah. father. Yeah. I have a great relationship with him. Even though I I you know, he wasn't in my life. He he accepts me for who I am now. And and we're trying to build an adult relationship, mm. you know, since I didn't have him as a child. As through birth or adolescence, yeah. you know, I didn't have him then. I never blamed him for anything. I didn't say, like, you left me and this is mm. what it was. And I, you made, no, you ain't made me do nothing, dude. You did you and I'm doing me. And I just want to let you know that I ain't got no kids out here in this world. I ain't got four, five, six baby daddy. <laughs> I ain't got no, I ain't got diseases running out yeah. my Wahoo. I'm, thought, you know, you can say pussy um, if you want. My I mean, my vagina. <laughs> vagina. vagina. You know, my vagina is yeah. great. So it's, it's nothing wrong with it. You know, I'm I'm a great, That's great, awesome. great adult. You yes. did a good job, father. Thanks. So really, for you, it was just sexual. I don't want to say revolution, but like sexual awakening. I mean, no, like no? um people. Okay, or so I, I never really just. I just never got in the game like that. Like okay. I, I ain't just think I was just gonna be a dancer. I actually just got somebody was hitting me up in my DMs. They was like, you know, you are cute. You have a really mm-hmm. pretty face, and your body is nice. Would you, you know, mind wanting to have nice be in my face. group and and you know, we having this party? And it was like my first time ever deciding to do something. I had no no knowledge of nothing. Okay. Like I was really green. <laughs> so you were just so, living a regular life and regular life. Someone you hit know, you up just and was working, like, doing fine. And he's like, Hey, you know, I would like, I would like for you to, to dance at one of my parties. And I was like, okay. Dance like how? She's um, like BBW events. 
Yeah. Was it specialized yeah, you know, in BBW or was it like a, a mixture? It was of a all BBW event, strictly okay. BBW, big, beautiful women, thick Amazon women, voluptuous women, yes. tall women who got all this and yes. know how to shake it and yes. whatever. Woo, woo, woo. Like, I ain't just. I'm Have you had dance experience on. before? I mean, in the shower, you know, I get the dozen. <laughs> I, you know, I do the humpy dance. Get the, the dance, dance, get the hump. That's what get them I'm ones saying, going that humpy dance. I'm I, telling you. Chris Cross will make you jump, jump, and all that. You know Stop what I'm saying? This. But this I ain't just out there, you know, pop, 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 shake that yeah. air. Nah, I ain't never just never did all that. No, okay. no, 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 no. Like Soul Train? Have you looked at Soul Train? Or I love Soul Train. Train. I mean, no, we ain't do no Soul Train line, okay. but you know. We did have like that spotlight thing where people just okay. go up and do your thing for like yeah. 10 seconds or whatever, 30 seconds. And and that was it, you know. A mysterious person that loves BBDWs and, and into, that, into that world called you up just out of the blue. Hey, you want to get down? Did you have any apprehension about it? Did you or you were just like, why not? I mean, at first I was like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, that might not be a good look for me, but mm-hmm. then I was like, maybe it might be because you never know. You might be good at it, B. Yeah. And then, you know, just back and forth playing devil's advocate in my head. So I was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. And uh, I think it was a great, I guess not a a great choice, uh-huh. I want to say, but the opportunity was a good. Well, I mean, because, like I said, it, it, it's entrepreneurial. You know, you you, you right? there working for yourself, giving, right? like you said, uh Selling a dream, selling a fantasy, <laughs> you know what I mean, and charging for it, and that's just that's, that's pure. That's the purity of it, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I say, in all facets, you know what? Tell the crack kings and the crack queens about your first time doing a party. Well, um, I think it was like a New Year's Eve party or okay. something, and I was like, "Oh, I know, I need to get cute." So I had my friend do my makeup, and yeah. you, she had you me have popping with the gold. I did. I did. I really did. I mean, I have butterflies every time I'm like getting ready to go on stage okay. to go dance at the club or because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You can go in your mind and you have this like thought of this is what's going to be and this is how it's going to happen and it might not happen. Mm. But I went there and I had bought my cute little outfits, my lingerie and it's lingerie, you... but I'd be like, it's lingerie. Because in my mind, I'm sorry, in my mind, past experience and listening to other people that go to these parties this, this was like not at a club this was at a at a house did you think you were going to be pressured to have sex for money that did that did cross my mind my whole thing was i was like look i'm not gonna do that you know you yeah. i just came to dance for y'all and that's all and i had to put an ebony yeah. ebony on the ass you just said i, was I just came to dance. dance for y'all and that's all okay uh-uh that's it <laughs> so, oh, so i this swear i was like i swear if this stripping shit don't work out i'm yeah. gonna go to comedy okay <laughs> you were absolutely straight up shit. i do i just i got a lot of material a lot of material <laughs> but anytime um, you want to come back and uh try out your material we'd love to have you on recurring i will i it. sure will i think mm. i'll have y'all balling <laughs> All of the listeners will love it. So <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, you're like, hey, you know, they might. I ain't going to do it. I got values. I'm not going to. I'm not there. I'm not into that shit. Was there security? There was security. Mm-hmm. And did you feel comfortable, though, for that first time? I mean, you? I didn't go by myself. Okay. I went with my, my friend. Okay. So, you know, I was and I could really take care of myself. Like, yeah. I'll punch a nigga dead in his shit. I don't and even care. Yeah. I will. You, like, how tall I, are you? I, <laughs> I'm six foot one and a half inches tall. Six foot one and a half of sexiness. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, you will knock. And I'm. Out. I will. Like That's I don't even funny. know my own strength, but I will punch through a fucking glass window <laughs> to get to my opponent. Head, right? <laughs> I sure will follow through with that shit. Turn the hip and everything. Oh wow, that's crazy! <laughs> I know how to fight. Okay, <laughs> I ain't oh. never really had to because I'm so tall. All I gotta do yeah. is look at a nigga Just and be like, "Bitch, play me." I get up intimidating. You. you know? Did you practice yeah, beforehand? I, like, uh, I mean, no. I just watch like videos of BBW dances on YouTube, okay. and I just um, I I was just like trying to familiarize myself with the aspect of what was going on. I mean, it just came to me, like okay. you know. I was like, I was thinking, it's like, oh, please let my booty clap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a? I mean, like, 
Because <laughs> I haven't been to a strip club or any type of party like that since like 2003. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to class 2003. Shout out that's to class when I graduate. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Jackie H. Let's go. Square business. It's like a, the, this whole twerking thing just kind of took over. Whereas just the twerking and yeah. not more of the exhibition. In your mind, did you have something like you was going to like, like bring something different to this party? Yes. Yes. I wanted to be like, and I mean, people don't know, but there's a movie that came out back and I don't even remember, but it stars Jimmy Moore. Okay. And it was called Strip Tease. Okay. And um, yeah, we know Demi she, she was like, tease, yeah. <laughs> And she was so graceful with uh, her dancing. Like, yeah, it wasn't like she was just, you know, popping and cropping and opening the legs and spreading eagle favor. She was like, really just, it was graceful. And I was like, I can bring a certain grace to the stripping or the dancing or the exotic dancing game. And that's what I kept in my mind. Like, I can make this look so beautiful with doing the least. And all these these girls are doing the most and yeah. looking a fool and sweating and all this. Like, I can do little moves, make it bounce, make it clap, do a slid, be like the ballerina of the stripping game. That's how like I the, feel. The black swan of the stripping game. Something like that, you know? Like, like yeah. Tutu just flying up, all that ass <laughs> hanging like that, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna bring some grace and some poise to it, you know, and some class. Like I ain't gotta go out there and be. Is it uh, you, 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 you? You gonna get your dick? Um, suck your dick, 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 and that's like a hundred and fifty, two hundred fifty, three hundred fifty dollars. And then you, I'm gonna fuck, 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 Really? That's how it Yo, yo, yo. Whoa! I ain't gonna. I'm not going there. You opened that gate. You opened that door. You opened that door. But anyway, we're gonna go into your backstory. So. Are these parties like butt naked or do you mm. just like wear something really nice? I mean, I don't get butt naked. Okay. But you don't I mean, get butt naked. I, you know, square no, bones. I don't get butt naked. Okay. I know there are girls that do get butt naked. I mean, it depends on how the night is going. Yeah. And, and you know, if there's like a few, maybe one or two gentlemen left in the building or in the in the um the party the private party or whatever okay. then you know i mean like hell fuck clothes we'll walk around naked you i'm dancing anyway i ain't finna yeah. put no clothes on and get them funked up and you only the person here <laughs> yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah like in that situation yeah but i ain't just walking through the club or walking through the party naked yeah. you know i want i want them to see me because i what i have on anyway is practically naked like yeah. all you see is like these strings covering like fabric covering my my top part and my bottom part and my whole back is out. And I'm walking like a stallion coming out Selling the fantasy. Money. I want to get you in the mood to where you's like, yeah, I'm going to go back home and do whatever I need to do with my wife or my lover or whomever. Like most of these dudes got girlfriends, got wives, and they come home, they come to the strip club to get, you know, get going, I should yeah. say. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm out. I'm about to go. And, you know, and they going to visualize me dancing and doing all these tricks on a handstand and on my head and splits and legs up and stuff. Have you ever had an experience where a guy didn't want to go home? He wanted to take you home? Yes. How do you handle that? Like, how do you handle? And I'm not even talking about the, the money aspect. I'm speaking of, like, trying to make a connection with you. Knowing uh, that you're an exotic entertainer. I mean, you don't take your work home with you, right? Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I mean, you do your, you do your work at your job. Take your work home. I mean, you working overtime and ain't nobody paying me to work overtime. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just be like, hey, you know, most of them, they try to, to take it outside of of the club or, you know, the party or whatever. Mm. And me personally, I choose not to because that that opens a door for a lot of issues, I can say, mm. that just, that I don't even need. I don't need no soccer. <laughs> I don't need no baby mama drama. I don't need no wife drama. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need your girlfriends, concubine, yeah. friend. Anybody I don't need none of that. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need that. So um, you just come on, throw the money on me, and take take your ass on home. Let me ask you this. Um, how long have you been an exotic entertainer? I'm going to say maybe three years now. Okay. And let me ask you this. We all know what OnlyFans is, right? 
Mm-hmm. Do you have an OnlyFans? I do. Let the people know where they can find you. <laughs> Since the invention of OnlyFans, do you think the strip clubs and those private parties have taken a hit? We can break that down. Okay, let's break this motherfucker down. OnlyFans is, you know, for content. And you go to the parties for content. Mm-hmm. And you can record content at the parties. Okay. So it's kind of hand in hand because you're making money at the parties and you're going to make money later for videoing what you've been doing mm, at the parties and posting it on you. your OnlyFans. So it kind of so goes it hand, works in hand, hand in hand. Oh, yeah, okay. because that's how I feel. You know, I mean, you got to get all dressed up cute in your cute clothes and, and your nice little, you know, popping outfit and got your heels on, your nails and your toes done, your lashes is flying up to the sky and you got this lace. Well, like what lace? What lace? And the, the contour that will cut uh, a piece of bread. And you're just like, yeah, so come here, I'm fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. you put your, you know, you got some angles. And you're yeah. like, okay, record me, girl. I'm going to get on the stage and dance or whatever. Woo, woo, woo. And, bust it on and there you go, you know. Have you ever been approached to do porn? I have. I really wanted to do porn before. Like, okay. <laughs> I think I would make a lot of money. I yeah. would. What, <laughs> so, why haven't you gotten into um, um, porn? Well, for one, before? there's not a lot of porn uh, companies that are based in Houston, Texas. They're mostly mm. in California, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to Cali. <laughs> to it's fuck, too hot. Right? <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. And they got earthquake. Yeah. I can deal with the cold and the hot, hot in uh, Houston because we got humidity. It's yes, like a dry heat yeah, out it there. Dry. Yeah, it's yeah, I ain't finna do all that. Now, if they got something in Houston and it's legit, you know, maybe we might work something out or I just do my own thing like I've been doing. Yeah, you know, that's what I, you know, there's a lot of uh, people out there doing their own um, OnlyFans content and porn like that. Um, not that I uh, partake. I just uh, someone uh-huh, told me. Uh, you, know? you just heard through the grapevine. Yeah, I just heard through the grapevine. <laughs> the cracking only heard through the grapevine. Yeah. Have you ever dated a fan or a customer? No. Never. I have no. I haven't dated. Okay. Not, no one like no one has taken me out on a date or like showed interest like that. No, no, no. There has been uh, a few of my customers who are really, really sweet, mm-hmm. and I've hung out with them. Okay. Outside of, but I mean, once you say they're sweet, like nothing's sweet, gonna happen. You know? Nothing's gonna happen. Well, yeah, nothing's gonna happen because yeah, they're but, sweet. You know, we're... No. <laughs> when a woman says that shit, ain't shit going down. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I ain't, I ain't spreading my legs to yeah. of them. I'm just like, you know, I enjoy they come, they enjoy my company and conversation. Most of yeah. the time, I'm talking to my customers. Okay, I'm not even dancing for it. If I do, I'll dance maybe one or two songs. They'll throw the money on me, and then we'll basically just talk the rest of the way. Has That's there ever been a customer you'd be like, holy shit, I want to date him, but um, I just can't do it because of this? <laughs> no, I I have never really just thought of any of my customers worthy of boyfriend material. Boyfriend. Not, <laughs> boyfriend. Boyfriend, dating, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, courtship. Okay, I, I, no, <laughs> I get it. I get it. It just bothers me when I hear women say boyfriends, like, you're going to be that woman's man or... She's gonna claim you as a man, or y'all just playing around. That's just the I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, someone I who I would that. would consider having yeah. my man. Most you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm me. I'm really not interested in dating at the moment. I'm, I'm single. I'm trying to just stay that way. I don't even date nobody. Like I don't even see nobody. There ain't as nothing wrong with that. that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You yeah, got to be on I your just, purpose and then on your uh, journey. Right. I can't bring nothing to nobody if I ain't got myself together. Square so. I always say this shit on my other episodes. Like Michael Jackson say, you got to start with the man or the woman in the fucking mirror. Right. And you got to be like somebody to someone. It, it was a no. It was a dude. I was like, wow. I was on the bus going to work. Okay. And he tapped me on my shoulder. I'm listening to my tunes and whatnot. And I'm like, he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm cool. He's like, uh, do you have a boyfriend? Are you in a relationship? It's like, no, I'm single. He's like, oh, can I get your number and consider he's giving his phone? And I'm like, he didn't even warm you up. Know. Like, remember back in the days, right. where be he like, had... hey, how you doing, sweetheart? Or they have a player line. It's just like, here, put your number None in here. Ain't no warm up, no foreplay or nothing. Yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. First of all, one, you're on the bus with me. If we want to go somewhere, we got to make sure the bus. <laughs> Still running by the time we want to leave. Square we got to make sure we meet up at the right place. The weather is all right because I got to wear a slicker yeah. and yeah. and uh fucking rain boots and a and a warm winter have you, coat. Have you, you ever know, had a? Have you ever been at the bus stop and had a guy stop and try to talk to you or give you a ride? Oh my god! 
I was like, yo, I was walking down the street yeah. and the dude was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm trying to get this way. He's like, yeah, yeah I just saw you walking and I want to know if I can get your number. Mm. First of all, nigga, let me tell you, mm-hmm. if you see me walking, offer to get me to a safe right. spot if yes. I am not, okay? I, first real. of all, I wasn't getting in a car with a, with a stranger no way, Yeah. but if I was in a, in a situation, I would be like, hey, but no, you gonna roll up on me in your Honda Accord that was white and dirty, dirty-ass car, you and you on your way to work, so you gonna stop? No, you better go make your money, boo, and leave me alone. Well, at least he was rolling, though, you know. It's I mean, he was rolling, yeah, was but the rolling. person behind the wheel wasn't worth me rolling with him. I How feel you. That? I feel you on that. Yeah, you got a job, boo, but you probably got a... You had a car seat in the back. Get out. And he had a car here. seat. Now, that's fucked up. Get out. That's crazy. I don't have no children. <laughs> I, I, and I preferably don't... I wish to have a man yeah. who doesn't have children because your mm. children will be your first priority, second, your baby mama, because if she ain't happy, she not going to be happy with you or the kids not going to be happy. And I just don't want to add on to anyone's problems. What about a guy with, like, grown kids? Uh, I mean, that means that he's probably like 40, 50 years old if he got grown kids. I'm in my 30s. I'm in my mid-30s. Okay. I, I don't mind dating a man who's like 40. Maybe 45 is the, the breaking point. Okay. Depends. Because, you know, Idris is like 50-something years old. And he is fine as hell. Yes. Oh my God. If, <laughs> if he got a little Idris going on, then the age demographic at your events what do they range uh i really wouldn't know what do they I look like know. i mean you look at them right or you keep your I eyes mean, closed and like i don't want to look I, at this i know ain't no young people in there <laughs> yeah. like not no 19 but maybe like 20 to like okay. 40 something you know yeah it's a plethora of men that be coming through that joint plethora <laughs> a plethora of men so let me ask you this so you've seen p valley right in players club oh yeah is that shit accurate to what really goes on in some of these uh strip clubs you can say yeah you can say that i mean are there like oh, lesbians boy. trying to turn and oh convert no <laughs> and... i mean there are women who, who do okay that, but i personally don't know uh, i haven't been approached in that way or or anything so okay yeah, so what was the strangest thing a, a man or woman offered to pay you to do to it was a guy and it, it had nothing to do with like the dancing or nothing he gave me up on like some personal shit okay and he <laughs> he offered me money to um put on my tennis shoes and black socks and fuck him in the ass with a strap oh jesus christ <laughs> the crack king was not ready for that shit. <laughs> oh, you gotta eat. You know what? You gotta ease me into type shit like that. You know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Please, that was alarming, but <laughs> jarring and alarming. It was crazy. Well, you heard the paper? I have it all written down. Let's take a <laughs> let's take a moment to highlight black inventors. Okay. I want to highlight Thomas L. Jennings. Oh, Do you know okay. who he is? A black guy who invented something. He fucking sure did. You know what he invented? <laughs> he invented um, the dry cleaning. Ooh. So, Thomas L. Jennings is the reason why we have creases. <laughs> and I want to say thank you for inventing dry cleaning and being able to starch my motherfucking jeans to a motherfucking crisp. And walk Shout out, out and flow. feel <laughs> no, no stay flow. I'm gonna <laughs> drop my shit off in the cleaners and pay a dollar. <laughs> I don't have time to be fucking with them flakes, man. Stay flow always oh, had man. the fucking flakes. I hated that shit. <laughs> no, I no, 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 no. I got the trick to do, but I can't remember. There's no I fucking trick. I don't. I wasn't gonna fucking do that shit. I don't have time. Yeah. That <laughs> I man. Shout out to my cousin and rest in peace to him. He used to spend all day Saturday ironing his jeans to go out <laughs> for saturday night i hated that I'm shit sure. i say man why don't you drop it off to the to the cleaners and get it done but that's what he wanted to do anyway yeah, i like a man who takes pride in his appearance he want to make sure he gets his creases and starts i get it work. but you could hand it off to the asians and let <laughs> them do it that's why thomas hold on hold on that's why thomas l jennings invented that fucking process 
<laughs> you see? Shout out to him. That was Shout our out. Black History Moment Month moment. Black History Moment. Moment. Sing it for me, baby. Anyway, <laughs> I want to unravel something I seen on the internet. Are you familiar with K. Michelle? Oh, yes, I am. I'm very familiar with her. I love K. Michelle. I like her attitude. I like her singing. I even liked her body when she had the fake butt. And it was all big. I wasn't even tripping. I seen her on live dancing. And it looked like she had her butt was like, I, I don't know what was going on with it. It was really sad. And then when I looked at her face. I was like, damn, you got some more work done. It's like, what's going on with our black women that Mm. they feel the need to manipulate their bodies in that form or fashion? Now, I can stand Mm. if you're built like a linebacker (laughs) and you, you know, you want to fix it up. I get that shit. I get if you got a fucking nose bigger than the Euphrates. I get it. But when you start fucking with your beautiful face, I, I just don't understand. So, did you see the butt? I did see, uh, um, uh, yeah, I saw. And she was trying to, you know, fix it. hide it or catch mm, it or yeah. whatever. It was horrible. Um, But, I mean, you know, you got to think about it. Kay Michelle did have a lot of work done to her mm. body that was botched. Yeah, it was. Horrible. And she is trying to just basically undo what was done. You know, mm. I, I applaud her for, you know, opening up about it and just accepting herself and her body. And I, okay. I hate that people shamed her mm-hmm. because of it, because you don't know what people are going through in their minds. When they look in the mirror, they don't see what they see. They don't see the beauty that people see in them. They see what they can fix or what they can tweak or what they can poke or what they can inject in and make feel, you know, mm-hmm. like Black China. She was beautiful, you know, but she gets that collagen and yeah. she has like the jawline of a, a chiseled white a Barbie man, doll but, or some shit like you that. You know, yeah. so, you know, I, I, um, like little Kim, I mean, did you see what she did to herself? She oh, looks like oh, a fucking oriental lady stop. that does nails. She, she should have stopped. Uh, when she should have never she, started. What was the video? She should have never started. Was she was video? beautiful. I think either the ladies' night video. Yeah. She should have stopped in at the. I know you see me on the video. True. Yeah, true. She should have stopped yeah. at that one. Yeah. She should have stopped at the. Um, what's that? What's the song? I can't remember how many licks did you take till you get to the center of the earth. Yeah. That one. She yeah. should have stopped at that. Like I mean, when she changed her whole. Face face and, yeah, it's crazy. and you know she's beautiful she's beautiful yeah she's not beautiful anymore so having but, a beautiful natural butt i'm assuming it's natural from what i've seen on instagram yes um, i have that that's all me it's I, all beautiful butt <laughs> all of me how do you feel about the fake butts and do they make more money? I mean, they can get their ass to shake and do things that normal asses don't do I mean, some I don't people, agree with that. I've seen some normal asses shake that way, and it's yeah. amazing and better. Yeah, yeah. Because to I me, it looks like two basketballs. I just can't get with it. It's just that's what people like to see. You know, I look at it all the time when I'm scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. Do you, I see, you but know, when was that? Wh- when did that shit get socially acceptable in our culture? That question I can't answer because all of a sudden I just start seeing fake butts and I'm like, what the fuck is going right. on? Why do we right. have fake butts? Because I remember all of my motherfucking rap videos, either they didn't have no butt or they had a lot of butt and it was okay. Yeah. You just shake what your mama gave you. Basically. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Luke. Would you ever have some kind of uh, augmentation to your body? Um, I would tweak a couple of things. I wouldn't have no like foreign objects put into my body. But I would get like some fat sucked out and Mm. filled out a little bit in my booty because like I feel like I have a box, but my butt is like a box. A box butt, no. Like there's no, there's no, there's no Mexican booty you know, back there. It's no, it's wide, and it's like when I turn a certain way, I just want to feel that like right on one little part. Uh, I wouldn't like get no silicone or like you know, you wouldn't take a rib out to like cinch in my waist. <laughs> Is that a thing too? Like the fucking rib? That's crazy. Yeah, people say they take a rib out so they can like you know have like a zero waist. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they would. 
But no, I wouldn't like get no major surgery or anything. I possibly would get like some fat transfer. Yeah. Let's say they have some beautiful BBWs out there, beautiful women. And they want to... Let's not say, let's say. Let's say they are. They, they are. There's plenty of them out there. Mm-hmm. And they want to kind of get into what you're getting into, you know, exhibition and being an entrepreneur in that facet. What advice would you give, give them? What would you tell them not to do from your experience? Because you've been in the game maybe three years. That's that's pretty a long time for me in my experience. Everybody's not your friend. And that's words of Mothry and Bootsy. Mm. Um, Boosie, I'm not a fan. You have to follow your instinct and your heart and make sure you know what you want to do. Don't let you can listen to what people say, but don't take all their advice. Take pieces of it and apply it to what you feel you need to work on and apply it to what you you feel that you can grow a little bit better. Because everybody's advice is good advice to everybody, but it's, it's what. You know, it's not good if they give the same advice to everybody. If you kind of get what I'm saying, you speaking know, like advice, just, like making making yourself, branding yourself, and right, right, selling you yourself, and, know, and, and it entertaining. Is, you are selling yourself. Yeah. you are selling yourself. You're making a brand for yourself, your name, and what you are. Like, you know, when people think of like what you call yourself, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, she's this, she's that, she's yeah. this, she's that." Ain't nobody gonna ever tell me. That oh when they hear Dutchy they be like oh she a hoe she this she that because mm-hmm. they that nah uh uh-uh. uh they gonna it. be like oh she is fine she is tall Facts. she is funny crazy Facts. as hell you are she got a fat ass booty yes she gonna keep it real with you but she will fuck you up if you fucking with people that Punch she fuck with or right through a nigga head yes basically because you're six sure feet one it's crazy <laughs> like six three in fucking heels that's crazy I, basically no 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 I'm like six. Four, six, five. Because I don't Christ. wear, I wear six inch heels and wow. the platforms is high. Wow. I walk in them joints. My feet be hurting like crazy, but Do you they? never know. You never I know. know. It. You just rub them with the fucking millions of dollars that you make. <laughs> you just rub <laughs> your feet with my your money. feet on my bag. <laughs> yeah. I made like five Score of them. That's how, that's what it's about. What is like your end game? Don't get me wrong. I've seen beautiful women be exotic dancers or exotic entertainers mm-hmm. all the way into their 50s. When you started three years ago, did you did you have well, like I mean, a five-year plan? A, I'm not just an entrepreneur in dancing. Like, I make okay. my own money doing a lot of things. I okay, clean, well, I uh, home cleaning service. That's awesome. Um, uh, let us know where we can hire you to clean our houses, <laughs> where we can hire you to dance, I mean, where we can hire you to sing. On my Instagram, which is it's the underscore Dutch. That's I T S T H A underscore D U C H on Instagram. Um, I have a Facebook, which is Brittany S. Davis. It's B R I T T A N Y. Um, I have a Snapchat, which is Von Ducci, V O N D U C H I. So, yeah, y'all can hit me up if y'all need your house clean, if you need your hair braided, if you need me to watch your kids, mm. <laughs> if you need me to do a party. They don't know when they're kicking your door. They don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, y'all don't know what y'all going to do. What y'all going to All right. Don't so nobody want to smoke with the Dutch. No, they don't. Just get all of the bags. <laughs> so, Basically. let's get into Bobby Smurder. Is this what the little dude's name is? He's oh, home after six years. Smurder. Bobby Smurder. I fucks with the little dude, man. Kill the lion and then I kill the goat. Kill the goat. I'm just playing. Nah, you're not. You love it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to love it. Um, that, that was real. That, I heard that like on um, today. Yeah. I was scrolling. They was like, I went to Africa a week ago. <laughs> I killed a lion there. I killed a goat. Kill a goat. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Smurder home. Smurder home. And He's I'm about like. about to kill the game. Let's see what his content is going to be because in my in my experience in listening and loving hip hop, when they first get out of jail, it don't be that dope. I mean, how can you rap about experiences besides jail? And that's just fucking depressing. Um, I mean, you don't know what he's had in his catalog don't. before he went we to jail. We don't. We don't. He he could have millions and billions of unreleased tracks. Do you think he could still you know, he stay relevant though? Smoke. He had a he got a song with Pop Smoke and Pop Smoke is gone. Rest yeah, Pop Smoke, yeah, you right so, about that. So 
you know, right he, you never, never know. You never know. He could have been writing. He could have been having people uh, trying to mix and master stuff while he was in the studio. So yes. you don't know. He might come out and embody all these <laughs> niggas. Let's see. I'm hoping that he will come and, and, and try, you know, a little something. I don't know. Snitching or not snitching? Well, Takashi, how about that? Yeah, I don't fuck with that mess. <laughs> I, I hate it. Yeah, he a fake motherfucker. He made he got famous by saying nigga. Ain't that a bitch? Just like you know who else I feel like is is a no good motherfucker? What's that comedian? Uh uh Lil Duval. He got famous because his com I don't think he's that funny, but he made a lot of money off a song that said the N-word a bunch of motherfucking times. Mm-hmm. I just that just shows the ignorance of our people. I just can't get with that shit. Let's go to the next thing. Teacher's aide gets fucking oh caught on fucking Zoom masturbating because oh he thought the 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 class he thought the Zoom class was over, and then he's First gonna sit there all. and talk about how he's not a fucking pervert. You had to masturbate after you got off a of Zoom after you've been looking at these children, and you're not a fucking pervert. Get the That's fuck out of here. That's a pedophile. Square I call, I call a spade a spade. Call a, duck a spade a, duck. a spade. Soon you couldn't even wait to press in. To touch yourself. I mean, so he either you were watching the children yes. or you had like your split screen and you were like yes. thinking that you were on pause yes. with teacher aiding yourself and you decided to teacher aid your your dick and was like looking at the kids and then watching the porn at the same time. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't no way. There's no start, way you can mistake it. Just, just like, like these, those teachers yeah. who those PTA or whatever the hell they was was commenting about how they were having the parents' kids and they were wanting their babysitters back and mm. how they were feeling underappreciated and woo 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 woo. Yeah. They knew they were on Zoom. Yeah, they did. You they want did. you you sure. wanted to to have this whole thing blow up because you felt that you were underappreciated and no one was actually giving you a thanks or sending you edible arrangements or yeah. showing praise and Shout gratitude for yourself. I know, right? So I good. I love the fucking dip bananas <laughs> and all that shit. That shit's delicious. I eat the whole fucking thing, man, and be like, what the fuck? Anyway, that pervert, we need to go, like, Black Lives Matter, go to these motherfucking cops' houses. As a united nation, we should go to these pedophiles' houses and start fucking them up. I want to get into the, is there a fierce competition between dancers at these events? There are groups that are established, and uh, some of the groups are at odds with other people's groups or people who are involved in the groups. Oh, there's cliques. Um, yeah, you can say that. Big booty cliques. I want to hear about this shit. Tell <laughs> me drama. about big booty cliques. It's a lot of drama okay. involved. What it is like? Who uses the best baby oil, or who can clap their ass the best? <laughs> like, what, why no, are they beefing? No, no. Like, who are they beefing I, over? You can't have Stanley the pervert. He's my, no, tr- my God. He's my trick. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand. I, I really don't know. Like, I don't get in it. I don't. Mm. I don't be involved in that because I'm just basically trying to make my money and yeah. go home. Um, but you know, you have a lot of, um, I guess. People who are start are are like the managers of the clique or the people who have made the group of for the dancers mm. feeling that they have ownership over the dancers. Mm. They feel that you know you started with me and you gonna end with me and I own you. Oh, I brought you in. Like, you know. It's like you you right, gonna be with right. me, yeah, because I'm making so much money off of you. That's the case. And you don't own me because first, I ain't signed no contract. I'm a free agent in the game. And if you did sign a contract, there would be a, what's the fee? Like when I show up? Appearance fees? I don't know. Yeah, appearance okay. fee. It will be a per diem. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's not that. So yeah. I'm my own person, my own equal opportunity employer. I I'm the president, the vice president, chief staff CEO of, of your myself, motherfucking booty shaker. Of myself. So you don't own none of that. Yes. So how can you tell me what I owe you and what you need for me to do when you don't pay none of my bills? I go yeah. out there and work and do just whatever, but you you catch the back end on everything. Mm. 
So, have, have you ever been in a relationship while you were in this uh, industry? No. Never? Never. Wow. Because you single. knew the, the pitfalls of it. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, because, okay. like, if, if, I was, if I were to date a dude and he knew that I danced, he he would be my partner in it. Okay. We would have a, a ultimate understanding of what it is. He knows that I go here to do this, to make this money for this, mm-hmm. for us, for me, for you, for our life that we're yes. trying to live. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be anything to misunderstand as far as me with my customers because the person whom I would know that hey this I'm just doing this just to make this money, baby. I'm coming home mm. to you when I'm with you. Yeah, yeah they touch my body, but guess what? I'm going to go and take me a nice hot Clorox bath. Clorox. Yes. Shout out to Carla Sue for talking about uh, taking a bath in Clorox. Because once you get that funk on you and you don't get it off of you, you're ruined. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rolling on the floor. Just yes. dirt. I can't. I can't. I ain't going to crawl in no bed. I'm going to take everything off at the door, put it in the bag, and put it in the long end. So who tips better, women or men? Um, I say women. Men, you know, they hold on to all their money in their hand and won't let it fall. They be trying to touch on your pussy and your ass. Mm, and, and that's I'm frowned upon, like, right? Yeah, like, dude, okay. if you, you, you want to touch me, that's not good. But you need to put this money on the floor. Before you get all excited. Before you even try. And there's there's factual limitations when yeah. it comes to touching. Like, you ain't going to touch me in my private area. Yes. You're not going to touch me on my titties. You can touch my ass, but don't go try to go your bring in my crack and all that. Like dudes don't have no etiquette. They do not know the etiquette when it comes to that. Like no dudes, no dudes don't know. Some wow. dudes they are gentlemen, but okay. others you you might want to take a heel to their face, literally. But li- but in my and this is me. This is just the crack king's opinion. The certain type of dude that goes to like strip clubs. If I go to a strip club, it's not because I want to get turned on to go to my wife. It's because. I want to see. Wanna leave home with something. I want to leave home with something. Yes, I mm-hmm. want to see if I can buy some pussy. I don't know if you heard this shit. I don't know if it's just a man saying, but you don't pay a stripper or a prostitute for sex. You pay her to leave and not call oh, you anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then boo, my time is very valuable. Yes. You're gonna have to put. I'm talking about a comma six zero zero stack zero zero. Well, no, I was speaking upon. We were talking about how the etiquette. It's like you keep coming across these people that don't have etiquette. Most of these niggas, they... They weird. Do, do, are they, they mostly they weirdos, really, though? They are. Some at of these them parties? Are. Like, some of these niggas, they really don't have no chance at a female at all mm. coming at them in, like, any type of way. So they come to these events, okay. and they're like, you know, yeah, I like you. Most of them got little bitty-ass, eeny-thotha-ass dicks. Oh, I told you warm us up on that shit when you come at, come at us like that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm about okay. to go there again. I'm All talking right. about their their members. Okay. Okay, well, do you do you run across the guys that come there to try to scoop you? I run or be them, like yeah. pimps, uh, uh, oh, low-level oh, pimps, God. you know, because oh, we're in Texas God. and everybody's either working for a refinery, pimping, or who God knows what the fuck they do. <laughs> or they just don't <laughs> have no fucking job. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I've had a couple of peas approach me. I let them know, baby, I am not. I do this for myself. Yeah. I don't I don't totally, I totally un- don't understand yeah. why these females be out there selling, walking down, bissing it all night in the cold, the dark, the dank, the war, the, the rain, and the, all that to give their money to a man. Like, baby, put well, that money back in your pocket. You can go out there and work and work for yourself. Well, you, you know, they say the pimp money. game is not for you to understand, it's only for that a pimp is. to understand. Look. We're going to move on. What was the most disrespectful customer you had? Hmm. I mean, aside from trying to touch your pussy or put their fingers in your ass and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I don't have any stories about that. Really? I mean, I don't, okay. No, I, I don't. I don't feel like none have of you my seen anything? customers. I mean, I yeah, and I had to step in. I'm like, sir, you this mm. ain't yeah, uh-uh. this ain't that type of party. Let me let you know. You ain't finna do that up in here. And I'll take my shoes off and I scrub them like, damn, they look at me like I'm still looking at you in your <laughs> eye and I ain't got no heels on, nigga. Yeah. I beat your ass. They fucking up. I beat the fuck out of you. You better get the fuck out of here so I get my niggas to come and meet you in the parking lot. It's one phone call. I got seven niggas that's gonna 
phone's gonna ring. Have you ever had Hello? to check? Have you ever had to check another dancer for touching your stacks? No, because there's a, there's a certain type of respect that you okay. already know. If you ain't make this money with me, if you wasn't in the section with me, mm-hmm. if you wasn't in at, at this area with me, you have no ties to this money. I had a situation like that before. It was okay. a girl. She thought that because um, she was in the section. She was in her own little section, and mm-hmm. that dude was throwing money, and we was on the stage, like, right next to her. Uh-huh. But it, there was, like, a little space. So the guy came over, and he was throwing money on me and my homegirl. And um, she was like, nah, that's my money. That's my money. Mm. I was like, no, ma'am, how is it your money when ain't none of that came over there, do you? Like, this is your section where this, this couch stop it in this stage. Mm-hmm. All this right here is for me and her. So she was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, this, that, and then the, the dude, like, running the stuff, he was like, you know, y'all supposed to split that money anyway in the section. Yeah. I say, no, I ain't splitting up with her because that bitch ain't splitting up with me in her section. She got a whole other girl over there. She's splitting her money with, so why would I do that? And I'm, I got my homegirl, and we doing our thing over here. Why would so you she can keep it. Yeah, she can keep what she got over there, but I politely slid my money to the front, and I told the man, I say, baby, come on around here. So we don't have no miscommunication because when you throw it, it flies, and I don't want my mm. money to go with nobody else's stack. Have you ever had another dancer come on to you, like you know, want to be your girlfriend or something, or just uh-uh. like while you were dancing, try to uh-uh. eat your pussy? Uh uh-uh. uh, because okay. I know I don't like that. Don't I, like I don't that. do no fish in my taco. Yeah, um, fish in the taco, fish tacos. I like fish tacos. <laughs> fish tacos they're, is they're, good, they're but I ain't gonna delicious. eat it like that. You, you like know? it with tartar sauce? You don't know. You don't like fish tacos with tartar sauce? What do you put I in your fish taco? I, I put a little lime, a little sour cream, okay, some, some queso, the white queso, and you know, that's what I eat on that. Maybe some cilantro and some, that's about it. It's still Black History Month, and I want to take this segment to talk about Lonnie G. Johnson. Do you know who Lonnie G. Johnson is? He sounds like a really cool, smooth jazz player. This motherfucker invented the super soaker. Oh, yeah, I did hear. I hear yeah. heard about that. I did yeah. hear about Shout that. out to that dude that invented the super soaker. Oh, my Mind God, you, back in the 90s. We was yeah. so lit. Yeah, we was. And I couldn't get one until like three years later because them bitches I were sold out. I had the blue out. one. Really? I had I, the blue one with the, with the screw-on nozzle in the back. The only time, <laughs> when I finally got a super soaker, it was the winter time, and I was pissed. <laughs> I can play with it. Yeah, I could do shit with it, but like shoot it <laughs> out the window. Oh, man, it was fucked right? up. Right, or get in the tub and like man, work the wall. <laughs> that was fucked up. But shout out to Lonnie G. Johnson for inventing the super soaker. I'm sure he made obscene amounts of fucking money. I'm sure. Obscene amounts of motherfucking money with the fucking super soaker. <laughs> we were talking about um i don't know if it's a word but masculinity and femininity if that's a word yeah masculinity and femininity or feminism <laughs> or being feminine yeah. and the masculine basically um grabbing at straws about um you know okay so if a guy the man yeah. of the house is working um does, does the man feel is okay for his woman to work to bring in extra income mm-hmm. or for his woman to be a stay-at-home mom okay. or a stay-at-home wife if they don't have children. My view was, was I don't have a problem doing both. I'd rather have my own money anyway yeah. because if I want to do something, I want to do something. I don't want you to think I want your money for you but just you got money. I want that. I want, I want to bring my part to the table. I want to hold up my end of the table. I want to take care of Bill because that's I never had no man to really just take care of me. I've always just, you know, yeah. on my own doing shit. Bossing yeah. up. And it was like, well, do you feel that just takes away from him being manly or masculine? And I was like, it shouldn't. I mean, if I'm making money, it shouldn't matter how it comes in the house. Like, well, that is an issue because women out there probably doing stuff like dancing or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like doing some Robin Hood shit with a man and taking from him and giving to the house. I'm like, well, hell. You got to get in how you fit in. Let everybody know one more time where they can find you, how they can book uh, you, everything. One more time. Okay. Well, you can um, you can get me, get at me at my Instagram, which is uh, the Dutch, which is, you know, I-T-S. T H A underscore D U C H. And um, 
my Facebook, which is Brittany S. Davis, two T's A and Y. I want to wrap this show up. Um, shout out to DJ Shark. He has a new project out called Bless the Game. Blessing the Game. Check him out. DJ Sharp Man at Instagram.com. This is the Crack King. You can check me out on Buzzsprout or Anchor. And uh, it's brought to you by Go Illum Management. If you don't know how to get started in the rap game business, you just hit them up. Because they're going to go illa for your Skrilla. They're going to go get that shit.